our spirit. What is it? Where does it go? Are we able to see them using our mind's eye? If so, just what can spirit teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. And now your host, Diet Renee. Good morning. It's Jet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. This is a radio show to explore different people's lives, their modalities, and how spirit might have impacted that. Now, each week I do have a small discussion of which spirit gives me, and then we kind of go on to our guest. Now, my guest today is Tina Conroy. She is the intuitive woman, and she is dynamic. I'll tell you what, I think she's one of the original podcasters. <laughs> she has been doing podcasting just for years upon years, and she's just a dynamic gem of it. Um, actually, she interviewed me a few weeks ago, and that podcast went live a few. I mean, just amazing. I mean, I, I can't say enough amazing stuff about it. Um, so with that being said, let's talk about this morning. She's going to be on a few minutes, a few weeks. I do want to start letting people know, though, ahead of, ahead of time. Normally, I only go a week before, but... I'm going to start letting you know because I hooked up some people. I can't say that. Some of them hooked up me. <laughs> so let's go over the next couple of weeks. Next week, next week, Monday, Michael Christopher, you see me talk about him. You see him come on. Michael is retiring at the end of this week. Woo to Michael. I know you're not on yet, but you can go back and listen because Michael is finally retiring permanently for good. He's no longer going to be in the airfield. He is going to be and possibly do a show. Going to convince him because I think he's got a voice and he's a major, major, major magical person. So that is one person. That is June 27th. See, the book is open and it's turning because he's, his names are like, oh my God. Because then we got January or January, July 4th, the 4th of July. Now, God knew I wasn't going to get an American on July 4th, right? There's no way. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. We're doing a lot of celebrations. But oh my God, I've got. The most beautiful English lady come on. Her name is Janine Estelle Ling. She is a trans medium, and she's going to have a two-part segment, okay, two parts. So July 4th, we're going to get on. We're going to interview you, her. We're going to talk to her. We're going to, hey, good, good morning, Miss Julie. We're going to have all the ins and outs of, of Janine and her life and her journey with her spirit. But get this. I believe it's August 8th. Don't quote me, but I think it's August 8th. She's going to come back on the show. She's going to go into trance, guys. She's going to bring through her guides. And you guys are going to be able to answer, ask questions of her master, her guide that she brings through. Good morning, Miss Ellie. I'm telling you, rock. Janine, I love her to death. I love her. Um, I'm super excited for this one. July 11th. Patty Negree, this Hollywood psychic. Oh, my God. I love her. I love her. I love her. I had the best opportunity to spend a weekend with her and then a day shopping in Chicago. And I'll tell you what, I love Patty and I'm so happy she said yes to come on. Um, beyond that, July 18th, I got Jen Gilchrist. She is a soul alignment and mentor. She's an amazing lady. And this one reached out last week. Oh my God, guys, this one reached out last week. We got it all together. He's coming on. Yes. His name is Chris McKinnell. Chris McKinnell. He is Ed and Lorraine Warren's grandson. He is the head of the Warner Foundation. 
He continues the memory of them and the investigations and the authenticity and integrity of that. Um, just an amazing, amazing person. And I cannot wait. And we're really praying the internet for him stays true because he's in Peru. He's in Peru. So with that being said, he's going to be on July 25th. We're really hoping we can keep a stable internet connection for him so we can have him on all morning. It's going to just be awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, and that's all I got through July. That's all I got through July. So there you go. I wanted you guys to let you know those days and times and dates and all that wonderful stuff. But again, this morning, I've got Tina Conroy coming on, and that's in a little bit. So good morning, Tim. I'm glad to see you, too. So this morning, guys, you know what we're going to talk about? Moths. Moths. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they are all over my life. Moths. I will tell you what. I'm a big person that I, I pay attention to angel numbers. I pay attention, you know, I don't have to see it 50 million times to go, oh, I need to look this up. Um, I see a number and it's just like, boom, something in me says it's giving me a message. You know what I mean? So I'll look it up. But a few days ago, oh, about a week, last week sometime, I didn't know where, yes, it's white butterfly season. I get this and I get that. And just one day, there was a couple of white butterflies like playing in the yard and I turned and I thought that was really cool. And I was sitting there in, in you know, my, my yard chair looking at the, you know, the babies playing in the pool. And I didn't know where uh, the most beautiful brown moth, you know, about this big, bigger than a quarter, um, comes and sits on my knee and just stares at me. And it sat there and I wiggled my foot. I did everything. It wouldn't leave. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then it, it flew off. And then it came back a couple minutes later and it landed on my phone. And it sat there for probably five to 10 minutes somewhere. I didn't time it, but it was really a long time for in moth years, if you think about it. And uh, then, it, you know, my grandson came over and that moth was not sticking around through the grandson. And I really thought the moth would be gone for the day after the, the traumatic two and a half year old and all of his wetness and excitement came up. But literally a few minutes later, after my grandson walked back to the pool, he came back and landed on me again and then stayed there. I mean, in total, this moth was with me for probably about 40 minutes altogether. And it I had nothing sweet on me. I mean, nothing, no reason for this moth to come. And I thought, that's really cool, really interesting. You know, and I was just in the dynamic of nature and everything else. But that wasn't the end. Literally for days, for days, moths, and I'm talking moths of every dynamic were coming and landing on me and sitting with me and spending time with me to the point where my grandson now knows when a moth comes up, we just, we just look at it and it's pretty. And we look at the dynamic of it, you know? Um, and yeah, so I find what, you know what, I'm going to stop being stubborn and I'm going to look up what this means. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to be switching here from, um, and I haven't even shared yet ever guys, I will be sharing everything in a minute. Cause I just need to talk about these moth things. Um, these moth things. Oh my gosh. So I started looking up moths and um, what they mean. And you know what? Every time you Google, you get a whole lot of, of different of different things. So I'm just kind of clicking on the first one. It says moth symbolism and spiritual meanings of seeing moths. Um, it says that it's similar to a butterfly, which I think is really cool because in science, they say there is no butterflies. They're all just kind of moss, I guess, um, because of the cocoon, you know, the caterpillar to the cocoon to the, the coming out. And it says um, that moss represent transformation, resurrection, 
wisdom, concealment, determination, vulnerability, and weakness. It's a symbolizing of change. The spiritual meaning of moss is accepting that change instead of hiding from it. Have faith that you will eventually see the light. And I really thought that was so cool. I thought that was so, so cool to look at that. You know, especially since so many people contribute moss to being like bad omens or, or whatever it is. Um, now, it was really interesting also because, you know, it, it also went on to look at this as a moth flying around in your home is an indication of a few things. Your deceased ancestors or relatives are visiting, a warning that your enemies seek you to seek harm on you. And there will also be a fight or, dis or dissolution of your relationship. Well, obviously, I wasn't in my home, so I don't have to worry about any of that. And it, they, they weren't just flying around me. They always kept landing on me. So it says, what does it mean if a moth lands on you? Oh, let me read. Let me read. Let me read. I wanted to check back to comments really quick. So a moth land on you is a reminder and a message to trust your gut and follow your instincts. Rather than seeking validation from external sources, trust yourself and listen to your heart, knowing that you are in control of your success. The, but the meaning of a moth landing on you can change based on your personal issues or experiences. If you're struggling with your own self-esteem, a moth landing on you means that you must take the appropriate steps to find the confidence you deserve. If you are experiencing relationship troubles, a moth landing on you means you the first need to love yourself and heal any trauma you have before fixing your relationships. And they do go on to different colors, meaning different things. So mine in general was a brown moth. So this site is saying that a brown moths are extremely common and symbolize interpersonal issues, specifically with a mother or mother figure. Brown moths also symbolize financial issues, the simplicity of life, the desire to fulfill our desire, the fulfill, the desire to feel to fulfill our desires that desires that may seem impossible. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I took all that into account, all of it, because to me, all of it made sense. All of it made sense because for myself last week, you know what I had, a, I have been doing a lot of changing, a lot of transformations, a lot of inner growth, a lot of pushing myself on my comfort zone. Oh my God. Just ask my assistant Stephanie. She'll tell you, um, pushing, 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 pushing. So I have been doing a lot of transforming of myself. Okay, a ton of it. I've been in a very comfortable state for a long time. So now spirit's saying it's time. It's time to start pushing. It's time to start going, hey, you got this. You you can do this. Let's let's put some different things in front of you. And I will tell you what, it all came down to me doing, you know, some events on Saturday again. So here I'm putting out there, we're starting to do some um we're we're doing an unfiltered tour with me which means where I'm going to be showing up in various places to do galleries, okay? And I'm doing this by myself. I mean, nobody else. This isn't something I've ever done by myself before. Once in a while, I'll be in with like Michael. I'll go over to his area and do one with Michael. Um, I will go someplace else and do one with somebody else. But predominantly, I'm going to be doing a lot of these by myself and then, you know, bringing other people into the mix. And this is really, it's nerve-wracking. I'll tell you what, it's nerve-wracking. It's scary. It's scary to go, oh my God, can I do this? And, you know, and then it kind of followed up, you know, so we were doing a lot of planning of that. We've been doing a lot of planning. So this is a lot of transformation over the last couple of weeks. Well, then just last weekend or the weekend before this one last weekend, I was asked to be part of another paranormal team. And I went, yeah, no problem. Let's go. But I'll tell you what, I knew I was going in with somebody that has got a lot of years of doing this stuff. I mean, his name is Scotty Rourke. Um, he has been doing um, mediumship and paranormal investigations for 
eons, forever. I mean, he'll tell you forever. So he's really good at what he does. Really, really good. And he is a master. He just, and I learned so much from him Saturday night, you know, but I walked in going, Ooh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm good enough. I had a lot of self-doubt. And it was really funny because, because that day I was in a whole different part of the Wisconsin and even more moss came <clears throat> that basically told me, just chill, relax. You got this. You know, and it, they were all brown moths, just so you know, guys. So I went into that night and went, okay, you know what? Let's just do this. Let's do this as a learning experience. And I'll tell you what, he fist bumped me more times than I would have imagined. He was like, God, you got this. God, you got this. Like on, 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 on. Everything was right on. And then we collaborated with the owner and boom, booyah, not only we're on, I was going, where is this floor of the building that nobody else can see? Because I know there's another floor and the, and the owner's looking at me like, how could you know that? I don't know. I just know there's another floor. I You can't see four, four, four floors outside, but I know there's four floors. And sure enough, he takes us to the area where the fourth floor is. And I'm like, there's a hidden basement. I I don't know where that's at. And he's like, oh my God, nobody knows that's a hidden basement, or, you know, the hidden gym and things of that nature. So it was just going out of my comfort zone, really pushing and really going, I know what I need to do. I, I don't need to follow somebody else. I, I don't have to feel like... I like I need somebody else. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm always going to need somebody. I always need instruction. I'm always learning. I'm always growing. But last week was a lot of transformations for myself to go, wow, you know what? I can push this a little bit further. I can go more further out of my comfort zone. I could take step by step to do this. <clears throat> and, you know, these are things I'm always telling all my students like, hey, you got this. Believe in yourself. I believe in you. You do, 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 do. But you know what? Power for anybody, and I do mean anybody, we all have that comfort zone line that we have a hard time crossing. So for myself, I've been looking at transformation and going on that. And I have to tell you, I feel like a lot of people I know have been doing the same thing, the same exact thing. Um, transformations over and over again. Um, you know, how many people out there have been, you know, going through this whole transformation? going at this going, oh my God, can I do this? Oh my gosh, can I do that? You know, can, where is my wheelhouse out at? Where is my comfortability at? Uh, and how many of you have been doing that? How many of you have been going, okay, I feel like I need to push, I need to push my limits. I need to push my boundaries. Sorry guys, I'm going to, I'm going to keep talking now and start sharing because I realized I just did not do, Jody, why are you, why are you angry facing Jody? Why are you angry facing darling? Oh my, you can't tell me good morning that angry face me. <laughs> anyway, um, I love Jody. She knows it. So um, with that being said, I'm just, you know, I, I all of a sudden I was like, I got to share. I don't even know why. I just need to share. I need to share. I need to share the world. Um, so how many of you have been looking at different things of transformation? How many of you have been feeling different shifts within your body, different shifts within your knowing, different shifts of just going into a different comfort zone. Good morning. Oh, I love you too, Miss Sherry. Oh my God, Sherry. I'll tell you what, I did not take a picture, but I got a picture from somebody else, the investigation I did. It was a room of dolls, a room of dolls. And they take good ordinary dolls and they turn them into scary things. You would have loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I love that. So you know what? We're all going through that. Yes. Love it. 
I'm telling you, Sherry, that is our, our everybody else was scared of the, the doll room. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go to the dolls. Let's go. And I didn't even bring it up to Todd. I was very nice. Good morning, Miss Sharon. I'm so glad you got to meet Sky. Sharon, I was so glad to spend the night with you. You don't even know. Sharon was a person I was on the investigation with. She was amazing. I love her to death. I love her to death. Um, anyway, so then <laughs> I'm just off track. I'm off track. I'm everywhere that I should not, I should be, but I'm not being. Um, so I, cause I, I neglected this. I did not sit there and copy and paste and get this to everybody and anybody right off the bat, which is just very naughty of me. And I know better because, because, because I know better. And then I get all discombobulating of what I'm doing. And then it's like, where am I going from there? See profiles. I need to go to the original one. It won't let me do anything from there. So then I want to look at, so let's continue on for with Moss. And then I literally went. Okay, what else is going on? So um, I can't even tell you what it was. Um, I need to backspace that because I am literally Googling this. It was a number that came up out of nowhere, out of nowhere. And I'll tell you, like I told you guys, when I see numbers, <clears throat> I go, um, you know what? They just tell me they like, they're in my head. They're in my head. I got to look at them. So this number popped out and don't ask me why. And I still am remembering it's angel number 8288. Okay. 8288. Now angel numbers are just not triple numbers or double numbers. They can be any numbers. And this literally the number popped out. I don't, I can't even tell you where I was. Oh, I was filling up my gas. It was $82.88. That's what it was. But the number went like, 3D popped out and like ingrained in my head. And I was like, oh my God, okay, this means something. So I went, what is this? Okay. So angel number 8288. And what what page am I on? I don't even know what page am I. I just typed in angel number, that number I came went with the first one. Um, so angel numbers are obviously things that you know come in to tell you stuff. So it says if angel numbers 8288 appears to you, you will know that it will be an important time for you. It would help if you were more confident and focused on your hopes and aspirations. You need to ignore all the distractions and concentrate more on your goals and this number. This number will give you clarity that you need to achieve success in achieving your goals and ambitions. And whatever you have planned in your life will materialize soon. It will help you change your life completely. If angel number 8288 also tells you to lean on your positive side and use positivity in your life. This number is a message for you to believe in yourself more and trust your instincts and intuition. Getting this number by your side is like a blessing because you have been given all the power to make all your dreams a reality. Um, and it does continue to keep going on and on and on. But I'll tell you what, just with that alone, just with that alone, is that not like a big booyah? Like, holy crap, lottery numbers. Good idea. I will do that. I will play the lottery numbers for that. But how can that, I mean, isn't that just mind-blowing, guys? That, to me, is just mind-blowing because literally I'm going, wait a second, what do you mean? What is this? And it's literally going, okay, so I had this feeling, and this feeling is that, and this, and that. Moss, numbers, you got it. It's been showing up. You got it, and it has been showing up. And that, to me, is just, you have to pay attention to that. You have to pay attention to that. So then from there, I go on and everything that starts hitting my mind, I'm paying attention to. 
things I want to do about my health, things I want to do within my career, things I just want to do in general. And I'm going, okay, basically I am getting um, a whole lot. I'm getting a whole lot in my life that says it's time to transform. But you know, guys, I'm also looking at everything around me, aren't I? And I wonder how many of you are doing the same thing. How many of you are doing the same thing to look around and go, okay, um, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I, what else can I look at for signs? What else is out there? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like how many of you are looking at different things? I mean, if you've got things going on in your life, put them in the comments. Let's talk about that or things that you keep seeing, you know, about that transformation. Um, sorry, one last place I need to post. I needed to share. Then I can get back to my original page. <clears throat> um, doo -doo -doo, there we are. There we are. Back where we belong. I shared it all over now so people can be happy. Um, so when you're looking at this type of thing, transformation is really a hard. I will tell you what. It's hard. It's hard. Um, and I'll tell you, this is what kind of happens, you know, in life. And I don't know if y'all can understand this, but or if I'm just going to be relating to other people and you guys get it, you understand it. <clears throat> but when you go through this, for myself, life is happy-go-lucky, life is great, everything is amazing, um, you know what I mean? I'm doing the same routine, might have some a little bit, bit, bit of variety, variety, variety in it, but not much. And what ends up happening um, is all of a sudden I start getting messages in my mind. I really do. I start getting messages, and they are messages that go, hey, you know, um, you need to do this. Hey, you need to do that, whatever it might be. But their ideas, their messages, things of that nature start to come in. And I just go, well, there you go. Um, and I usually will tell you, I will not look at it. I will not pay attention. I will try to ignore it. I will be like, nope, not happening. Um, and I don't pay attention. I try not to. I try desperately not to pay attention. Because I, even though I want change, even though I want things to change. I want to, you know, level up or whatever you want to call it. I just want the dynamic to be different. When I start to get the thoughts, I go, nope, not happening, not going to do this. And it's so it's really kind of like a catch 22 for me. So then I got to turn around and go, okay, this is what I asked for. So then I literally go to spirit. Okay, you're giving me thoughts, you're giving me ideas. So let's go for this. Give me Give me more ideas. Give me more direction. Give me something to go for. And that ends up what ends up happening as I start just taking that into account. And then I got to take the deep breaths because once I've accepted the messages coming in, once I've accepted those ideas coming in, good morning, Miss Sherry, I have to sit back now and take a deep breath and go, it's kind of like labor and delivery, guys. You know what's happening. You know you got to get it out of you, but you just got to deep breathe it because you know life is just going to happen no matter what. So literally, I take a deep breath and I go, okay, we're going to do this. Ooh, and I get nervous. I get scared. And immediately, I start to reach out. I start to reach out to say, how can I make this happen? How can I make this happen? How can I bring this into fruitation? How can I, how can I physically push my dynamics to another level? And that's what I do. 
It's not easy though. It's, I will tell you what, it's not, it's not easy. People tell me, oh my God, you make this look easy. And I'll tell you what, inside I'm going crazy. Like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. But it really helps also, guys, if you have, a, one, a belief in yourself. So that belief in yourself, belief in you can do something, belief that, you know what, you're being told to do something for a reason, even if you don't understand the reason, and that you just need to show up. You just need to show up and find out what the reason is. Now, for myself, I've been doing that a lot lately. A, creating the tour, more classes, um, you know, more investigations. Uh, you know, I've only got, I've not only got my unfiltered tour, I've been doing up here. I'm, I'm hooking up with Rob Thompson to do a connections tour on the East Coast. You know, just pushing and pushing and more and more and seeing where life takes us. And I don't know where it's going to be. It might just bring me right right full circle back to this chair and not going anywhere. But it might take me someplace. Who knows? Good morning, Miss Trisha. Um, but for yourselves, what do you feel? What do you feel you're transitioning? I don't think I'm the only one doing this these days. I think everybody is on some level. Now, it doesn't have to be great big things that go, oh, my God, I'm running around the country. It doesn't have to be that. Okay. I mean, that's really cool what it is. But it doesn't have to be that. Transition can be just the smaller things. It can be, oh my gosh, I'm going to change up my morning routine. I'm going to transform and start doing some, an exercise routine or healthier diet. It could be, you know what, I'm getting rid of all my clothes, my closet, and I'm going to go bohemian or something. It could be, um, oh my gosh, transitioning to a different vehicle, transitioning to a different house. Maybe for the first time you want to buy a house. That's a huge transition. These are all things, guys that we look at normal every day and really they're transitions because these are new things. They're new energy. It's new growth. It's going into something different. It's becoming more dynamic. I do feel like for a lot of people, especially in these days, we survived this pandemic. And I think a lot of people are coming out of this going, oh my God, it's just time to transition um, and go from there, you know, um, which is just incredible. So it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible to see the dynamics of what you can do within yourself, okay? What you can do within yourself and where you can go from there. Um, I'm sorry, I'm squirreling all over the place. So guys, I want you to take some moments these days. I want you to take some moments. I want you to look at different signs around you. I want to look you to look at what spirit or the universe or God or whatever you're going to call that today. And say, what are you trying to tell me? Where, where's my direction? Where, what is happening within my life? Look to those moths. Look to those numbers. Look to the butterflies. Look, hey, if you have a snake out of nowhere come at you, might be a message. Trust me. Especially if it's not just like me, scream and run. And guys, I'm even doing better with snakes. Not that I've seen them, but the idea of them isn't so harsh anymore. Um, but look at those things within you that are really telling you, hey, you're going through this transition. And then it's okay. And it's okay because all you have to do is learn how to take some deep breaths, relax, let go, and push through it, okay? So with all that being said, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to have Tina with me. So this is Tiet Renee at School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. See you in a few. Or maybe not. I'm not sure. Am I staying here or are we going to break? <laughs>
Would you like to be a part of something new, something different? Host a show with WLTK-DB Talk Radio and dare to be different. We offer full production and live engineering of your show by a real person, not a pesky computer. Just visit WLTKDB.com and click pricing to get started. It's not as much as you think and a great way for you to get your message to the world. Better hurry. Slots fill up fast and you don't want to miss out on this excellent opportunity. Visit WLTKDB.com and contact us for more information now. WLTKDB Talk Radio. Paranormal talk is our business. And business is good. From its beginnings, Eust was created to unleash the excellence of nature's healing powers and bring them to people everywhere. With almost 90 years in the market, they are considered a worldwide pioneer in complete herbal wellness therapy. All Swiss Eust products are natural, essential oil-based, pleasant, and harmonious. They are extracted from plants and herbs with the latest technology to ensure the best results. Swiss Eust Live Healthy with Consultant Stephanie will guide you in the right direction to find the perfect essential products just for you. For example, have an upset tummy? Try our soothing chamomile that has not only been used by many, but trusted for years. Keep in mind, you just can't get these amazing oils at your local shopping center. They're just too special. For that, you need a connection. And that connection is Stephanie. Want some? Then head on over to Facebook and search Swiss Used Live Healthy. That's Swiss Used Live Healthy. And contact Stephanie today. Hey everybody, welcome back to Diet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB. Um, I just want to tell you, yes, we're, we're bringing in uh, Tina Conroy. I'm all over the place, the intuitive woman. Um, welcome. Hi, Tina. Hey, hello. Oh, How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm like squirreling all over the place today, horribly. <laughs> I got to, I know, I got to listen a little bit and I love all your the butterflies and the signs. It's like, you're just speaking my jam. I love it. Oh, that's, and it's so funny because, you know, as I'm talking about it and like, you know, showing everybody the different signs, um, a gentleman um, who's watching texts me, he's like, you need to watch the closed captions on this because it keeps showing like the mob is chasing you. <laughs> and I said, well, it's not far from the truth because lately I've been doing readings or investigations where I'm going where mob members are coming out. So, hey, it's perfect. <laughs> that is so funny. So funny. So, Tina, tell everybody a little bit about you. Who I mean, the intuitive woman. I, you know, I I let people know you're like one of the original podcasters, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I I love podcasting. I started podcasting probably before podcasting was podcasting. It was back in the day when people said, "What's a podcast?" And mm. so glad to know that so many people have podcasts now and know what it is, and and a video and a radio show and and also the audio. So my first time I ever did any radio, it was with a girlfriend of mine. It was Spirit Chat Girls, and then it developed into another show, and then into the podcast. So I've been podcasting since two thousand nine, but my original show, The Intuitive Woman's two thousand fourteen. So. 
it had a change of names. It was Get Into It with Tina Conroy. And the funny part is whenever I said get into it, I thought I was being really cool, like into it intuition. Right. But people were confused because they thought I was going to be talking about QuickBooks or some kind of thing like that. So, <laughs> you know, they said, make it simple, make it easy. And then, you know, once you do the branding, I changed the intuitive woman and then, you know, across the across there. So that is one of the most favorite things I do. I love podcasting. And we spoke a little bit about that. I was so grateful to have you on my show because it allows me to meet many people that I don't think I would meet. And I, I selfishly let, get to meet people and get to really get to know about them. So I love it. I love that. Um, I am a psychic medium. I am a yoga teacher and I'm a Reiki healer, energy healer. And I, I, I do this work full time. So always grateful like you just yeah. kept following the breadcrumbs along the way. And yeah, I'm just wake up every day saying today's a new day. And I, I can do different things. I wear different hats. I wear, I use many to do different things. So it, it makes me, makes fun. It, you know, I could be, right. you know, I teach two yoga classes a week. So that's about the most minimum I do now that's shifted. And, uh, I just keep listening to spirit, keep tuning in and keep stepping in. I love that. I love that. How did you, how did you ever get caught on this crazy journey? And I do call it a crazy journey. You know what I mean? Cause we all, you know what, everybody you talk to, they always say, well, I was born this. Well, we all were, you know what I mean? But just because we're born this way doesn't mean we have to say yes. You know what I mean? So what made you say yes to this journey? Hmm. What made me say yes? It's interesting. You know, my journey started as a young mom. I was 29 with two children and I just wanted to feel better, <laughs> you know, and all my friends were, you know, doing the thing. They were doing the travel. They were those kind of things. And I had, you know, two kids. Um, and so I walked into a yoga class to feel better. And then it just kept stepping in. You know, I walked into a yoga class and then I said, Oh, I want to, I want to teach this. I want to do this. So I started teaching to children first. And then I walked into my first Reiki circle. And as I look back, I just, I don't know, you know, what? yet. It was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. This feels right. This feels right. You know, there's, there's always, and then each, you know, I, I then, you know, I'm doing angel readings and, you know, I think I was doing, I was doing angel card readings on Facebook live before it was Facebook live. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember people thinking to me like, wow, you, I did live at five. This is a funny story. So I, I termed this coin live at five. It was 5 PM every Friday. And I pulled cards and I think it wasn't even on Facebook. I don't even know where it was. And then I did it for many, many years. So I just kept, I kept just going with it. And, you know, I'll say something I always, because I do teach a lot now and I'll say, never wait for, I, I, I did it scared. Everything mm -hmm. I did, I did scared. And I continue yeah. to do things scared. Just keep doing it. <laughs> I was trying to tell people, I'm like, I'm terrified. Everybody's like, oh my God, you look so like, it's natural. Not on the inside. On the inside, I'm going, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. You know, I'm doing my first, I've done small Dems. Okay. I've done Zoom Dems demonstrations. And I've done small demonstrations, like six, seven, eight people. Right. And next Thursday, June 30th, I'm doing a, uh, 25 live people, you know, in person. Right. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Right. So it's, it's just all of it. You know, the first time I did a zoom dem, I was like, oh my gosh. And so you just keep stepping in, you keep stepping in and yeah, you just step in. And isn't it weird how they'll do that to you? 
I know for myself, it's like you actually helped me a, a few days ago back, you know, last month when you were talking about branding and I've always called myself unfiltered. Like when I do readings, I'm unfiltered. I just, I swear, I cuss, I do it all. If you're, if your loved one is swearing at me, I'm going to give you what they're saying. You know what I mean? So I just call it unfiltered unless I'm talking to a nun and then they're just saying dirty words. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> So I literally started just calling myself unfiltered lately, just because I'm like, well, Tina, Tina branded. Why can't I? Brand? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I love that because it it sort of becomes who you are. You know, yeah. I remember talking about branding for a moment before I turned in, you know, the intuitive woman and I kind of termed that that's what I'm going to be. I remember having my Facebook group and I changed names again, just get into it. And I remember people saying, but am I the intuitive woman? Are you the intuitive woman? I'm like, we're all intuitive women, right? So it's like able to be in many places. And, and I love the unfiltered because it is an essence of who you are. It's the personality of who you are. And for you to be who you are and, and just be raw, real, you know, and unique. And that has been me all my life. I'll tell you what. And that's where I think that came from. It's because I've had people go, you got to calm your aura down. You got to do this. You got to like, you're so brash. You always, you, you don't think before you talk. And then I went, wait a second. These are all things that people like me for too. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. it is, it's just me and the raw. So, you know, I like, but I think if I had named myself that, everybody would have thought I would show up naked or something, <laughs> 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 which is a whole nother show. Oh and you might not God. want to see that show. <laughs> that is so funny. I, I love, love it. that. So with this, I want to touch on the psychic mediumship. You know what I mean? So where where is that? Where did that journey part start? What it was because of the, because of so many people, I always call Reiki as that jumping drug for psychic mediumship. Yeah. <laughs> because so many start with Reiki and then they go, oh, this feels good. And then they open up to other things. But and that's not for everybody. It's just I think it's a great jumping thing. But where did this start for you? That's pretty much where it started if I go back. So for as a business, because when I started to do energy healing um, and, and, and more and more Reiki, I remember specifically one time, uh, there were a few times, but early on, I remember putting my hands on someone and, and doing Reiki and I would see all these images in my, in my mind, right? In the mind's eye. Mm -hmm. Like all these images, all these images, and I didn't know the client. And it was, you know, it was a pretty horrific image. It was, you know, definitely an abuse. I saw like a man and a woman, um, like violence, you know, like up against the wall. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, and I, and I'm, you know, I'm doing the Reiki and I'm like moving the energy and doing just like being the channel, right? Because I just step out of the way, the energy right. works. And I'm thinking, why am I, why is this happening? So, the session's over. And I said to her, uh, you know, give her some water and so forth. And I said, you know, I, I, I don't ask her because I'm not going to say this. And she starts to open up that she starts crying. And she says, you know, I'm having an affair with a married man and he's very abusive. And I'm like, oh, and that sort of just started. And I, and I was I was starting to realize that some of the things that I was seeing, I, you know, and again, we all have things when we were children and the dreams and dreams were a big thing for me, but it started happening more and more. And that led me to really develop more and to seek out teachers. And I, you know, I, I followed a lot of Doreen Virtue in the beginning, you know, I did some angel work with her son, actually, I did a couple trainings with him, Charles, yeah. and I love reading, you know, doing angel readings, I felt safe for me. Yeah. And then it just, you know, angel readings turned into intuitive readings. I was still afraid to say psychic. I was still afraid to say medium, you know, 
And the more I did it, then all of a sudden the people's, you know, dead people were showing up and I'm like, Ooh, okay. And that was, I have to say, that was the interesting switch over because for so long I was saying intuitive and I was doing readings and I was so afraid to let somebody down and have the responsibility to be a medium because now someone's in front of me and they're, you know, this, so that, that took that a little bit of that fear really that inch to say, I'm a psychic medium. It took me right. a bit because, you know, it was, it's, it's one thing I felt, I felt comfortable in the psychic world. I felt comfortable in the intuitive world, but, oh man, I don't, I don't want to be wrong. Right. And I don't want to let anyone down and they're going to be looking at me and they're going to be, you know, yeah. so yeah. It's strange because for me, the mediumship was easy because it wasn't me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just kind of go da, 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 as fast as I could and get out of there. You know, we're psychic. I was like, I'm going to mess up somebody's life. I'm going to say something. I'm going to interpret it. Oh my God. I'm going to have people, you know, and their, their life is going to be ruined because of something that came out of my mouth, you know? So, but I think that makes us better psychic mediums in the long run because we are, we're caring. We're, we're thinking, yeah. wait a second, what, what we say can be very powerful, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. think that's so it, that is so interesting. I never thought of it that way. And I, my experience was the other way mm -hmm. and your experience. See, see how it's always so interesting. Yes. It's yeah. always different. It's always yeah. different. You know, I, and I, I tell people that all the time, everybody's experiences are so different, you know? So I've also got this thing that I'll read for a psych, do a psychic reading before a mediumship reading. And people are like, why? And I'm like, cause your dead people aren't going anywhere. Trust me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. That's it. Yeah. There's no more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's an easy, it's an easy connect at this point, you know, where it's like really change your life. But that that's my my way of looking at it. It's not everybody's, you know. So right. for some people it can be the opposite. Yeah. So, yeah. So how now have you developed because you're like you you know, you teach and and you do the yoga and everything else. Has this developed into like a center or a place a business or yeah. Yeah. So I, um, it's so interesting. I am really lucky that I do this full time. So I'm actually in my treatment. I'm in my office today. Mm -hmm. And so I see people in person for readings. I mm -hmm. also see people in person for treatments for, for energy treatments. I also teach Reiki. So I, that's a very big bulk of what I do. I actually teach it. Yeah. And my the center I work at, I'm affiliated with a very large healthcare system. Okay. So I train a lot of nurses and PTs and OTs into the energy, which is so nice because they're, you know, more and more people are opening up to that. Yes. And, and yeah, and, and I do readings in person. I also do readings, you know, obviously lots on zoom and, and phone even still. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm lucky that each day can be a little different. You know, one day I can come in and have, you know, two energy, see two people for energy treatments. And um, I also guide meditations, you know, so that's also part of my work too. I may teach. So every day is a little different and that's just who I am. Even when I started teaching yoga years ago, mm -hmm. if someone said you only can teach this type of yoga, I'd be like, oh, I need to be very, I like an assortment, you know, right. I don't like anything being the same. So it's not that I don't like different lineages, but mm -hmm. I like to have my own, I like to change it up. I wouldn't want to be someone that had to do always the same thing all the time. So I think that's works really well where I can one day come in and be speaking on, I don't know, your, your chakras, right. And another day we do a meditation and seeing people for, so, so every day is different, but it's under this whole big umbrella of spirituality, you know, and, and the spiritual practices. So I love that. Yeah. So I, you, you know, I think that's amazing because when you, when you touched on working with medical and training nurses, 
because that really still is in its infancy. And people don't realize that. It's still really in the beginning of teaching healthcare workers about energy. And not that they haven't been doing it for a while, but a lot of healthcare systems aren't letting that in. They're still not letting that in. So how did you, how were you able to, you know, transfer into there and, and what results are you seeing because of that? Yeah, it's, it's big. It's a big, big deal. And it's, it's so exciting. When I was here in the center in the actual building that I'm in, I I was a contractor for many years and, you know, there is no coincidences right prior to right before COVID COVID they were negotiating for me to come on board and to really be, my title is a, it's a fun title. It's director of energy and healing. I mean, who, who would have thought, you know, they actually had to, I know. And it's exciting because they didn't even have this job position. They actually had to create the job position for me and then I had to apply to it. So I feel like I'm, you know, laying down some really nice tracks for others in my path. And so once I came on board, it was, you know, I have, you know, I have a team of people I work with. And then I also work very directly with a nurse, a holistic nurse. She's a nurse practitioner. And see, I think that's the nice connect. Um, and I know you were a nurse. So this yeah. is kind of interesting, right? That's so interesting because I tried in Wisconsin and they would, no, no. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so the holistic nursing, the holistic nurse and the nurse practitioner that I work with, she really has, so our health system is over 27 hospitals. We have probably, I don't even know, like 50,000 employees and that's from everybody. So we're just like a small connected to this. We're small, we have a small team here, but getting into having, we actually now just got approved where some physicians can actually write a script for their patients and recommend Reiki, recommend uh, meditation, recommend, you know, so forth. So we'll actually get it through, you know, the script, you know, actually like, oh, so-and-so doctor would like is referring her to for these other modalities. Mm -hmm. And it's so exciting to see that. So it still needs more. Yeah. You know, I wish to tell you that. So this is the one thing that I think, and and I think this is the biggest drawback is these well, Reiki in general are not looked at for insurance. So what happens is as a physician recommends and everybody goes, oh yes, I want to do that. But then, you know, we have a very discounted fee, but until the insurance companies can acknowledge these treatments, Mm -hmm. then it's really going to, and I think it will listen, chiropractic was not recognized. Acupuncture wasn't recognized. PT and OT wasn't recognized at some point. So it is coming. The energy work is coming. Yeah. So, and it's not for, I will tell you what, I mean, it's not for everybody. It's got to be your path. It's yes. You, yes. you know, cause like I said, I tried in Wisconsin, you know, back before it was in the hospitals and I'm like, I want to do this. I try, I tried, I was already there and I was told no repeatedly. <clears throat> and I thought, okay, you know, maybe I'm just not supposed to do it in healthcare. So I eventually, I, I still do Reiki once in a while, but I don't bring the table out. I don't do a lot of it just because I know it's not my path. But in Wisconsin, they went to, um, uh, it's Reiki essentially, but it's taught Reiki touch or something. To, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's, so there is, um, there's therapeutic touch and healing touch. And for some reason, those have been adopted a little bit more across the board, across the country. Yes. They, they're sort of, and it's, I, I confuse the two. So there is healing touch and there's therapeutic touch. I'm trained in therapeutic touch, but not healing touch. Right. It's recognized because two of the women that 
brought it forth were both nurses mm -hmm. and they have data. See, this is the other part when they can find data on something and have statistics and have, you know, something to look at. And that's, what's hard sometimes. So they have a little bit more of that and they've been welcomed into a little bit more of the health systems across the, across the board, you know? Yeah. Which is beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. And it's so funny because once I finally decided I'm going to go full time as a, as, as a psychic medium and I'd really given up the part of doing Reiki then it went into the hospice and they went, you should come on board and be a written. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that ability yeah. to say no. You know what I mean? I found my path, but I love the fact that you're doing, I love, cause you really are a pioneer of this and people don't realize that you really are the pioneering stages. Yes. I, I want to say once again, you're in the Yes. <laughs> yes. And it's not, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because it's, people are confused of what, energy work is mm -hmm. and what Reiki is, or if it's another modality. And then I think people are also confused. Do you, I get this a lot too. People think you have to be very sick to mm -hmm. receive treatment. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I mean, you know, I always say it like this. If you're, if you don't put oil in your car, your car will seize. So every, you know, you need to change the oil just yeah. like an energy treatment. You get your oil changed, right? You get your, yeah. you get your balancing. You do. I do see people, unfortunately, very sick and diagnosed with different um, ailments. However, the everyday person, we, you know, it's about balancing. It's about feeling good. So you don't have to be, this is preventative, right? Yep. We want to work with preventative work. And, you know, I'll say in the, the nursing departments, we have um, not only is the energy work, they're already in the hospitals, the nurses are already there. So once they're trained in Reiki, it's it's almost like they actually put in some of the, our hospitals, they, they'll put an order in, they'll actually put a Reiki order in, can you imagine? Or they'll put an aromatherapy, uh, I do a lot with essential oils as well. So they'll do a aromatherapy consult. Right. And so, you know, here's, and it's not across the board yet, not all our 27 hospitals have it, but how nice it is saying, would you like a Reiki treatment? Okay. Put that order in, or would you like an aromatherapy consult? Hold on. I put that order in and you know, it's happening. It's happening. And so it's, it makes me really excited that it's going to happen more and more. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, you should go for color therapy too. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, after years and years and years of working in hospitals, that white or the nursing homes, white, white just to me does not say purity. It just says sick. I'm sick. You put yeah. me in a white room. I'm sick. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. It's like color therapy. <laughs> you surround them with yellow, make them perky. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something to focus, change the sheet color. I don't know. But you know, something that, because all those things are huge. And I love the fact that the med medical is starting to recognize that, you know, that, yeah. it really, you know, um, if nothing else, mind over matter works a lot too. And people don't realize that, you know, you, you put yeah. something in a different space. It's huge. Absolutely. And I think if they look at everything as a whole person, I think we've also worked hard in the system of changing our nutrition. Mm -hmm. So, you know, hospital food has traditionally been like horrible. Now they've done a really big thing about nutritionally based and good and healthy. And, you know, I, let me tell you, we had a conference a couple of weeks ago and the chefs of the hospital made us lunch. Mm -hmm. It was hands down one of the best lunches I've had that you go eat in a restaurant. And they said, why shouldn't we have good food and nutritional food in hospitals? Why have hospitals, most hospitals are not, you know, so they're really looking at the whole person. Mm -hmm. So nutritionally, you know, aromatherapy can change someone's mood, right? Yep. Perk them up or make them relax with lavender or perk them up with orange. Yeah. Reiki, you know, and so it's, it's getting there. It's getting mm -hmm. there. I think once more and more people can adopt to it. And I think it has to start with the nurses, with the physicians, with the PAs. Yep. 
And we'll get there. I think that's huge because I'll tell you what, when I started nursing, when I was in school, the one thing that stuck in my head and is still stuck in my head is you do not wear perfume. You do not wear perfume. You do not wear oil. Why? Because instinctively it's going to make the patient sick. Smells make people sick. And it was like, but wait a second. And back then I'd be like, okay, I get it. I understand it. But now years later, it's like, wait a second. Smells change, change you. Yeah. You know, so I I understand they're not all going to put on, you know, beautiful or, you know, Lauren by red or whatever. That's probably not the better of the choices, but, you know, to, to incorporate just those smells of, you know, more essential oils, I think is huge. It's huge. Yeah, it is. It's like what you said with the color for the room and, you know, when they're in a very sterile white room and hopefully things can change and they can have more colorful rooms and nicer, nicer surroundings, good food. Yeah. You know, and if they choose to have essential oil, I mean, smells like, you know, are very healing. So mm-hmm. when you smell a smell, right, it actually changes in the olfactory of the brain. It actually it brings in an emotion. It brings like a sense, mm-hmm. you know, I can remember lavender. The first time I smelled lavender, it brings me back to my first yoga class. My yoga teacher was like patting my you know, shoulders. Yeah. So it's, it's all part of the healing. You know, mm-hmm. it really is. It's all, it's very body, mind, soul oriented. It is. Like for myself, every time I go to get a massage, I go lemongrass or peppermint. She looks at me like, really? I'm like, they're like, those are wake up scents. I'm like, to me, they're, they're, they open up my mind. They open up my brain and it doesn't wake me up. It actually refreshes it. It, so it clears, almost like it clears everything that's on my brain that's stressing me out, takes it right away. So now I'm getting into a space and ready for this, you know? So again, it's also find out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. You yeah, know. absolutely. So, yes. So what other things do you teach other than Reiki or yoga? Or do you teach other things? Yeah. So I, I teach psychic development, psychic mediumship development. And so I currently do that online. And it, I've, I've been doing that with another friend of mine. So we actually co-teach together, which is nice. Mm-hmm. We've done six week. We're right in the middle of our six week psychic mediumship development class. And so that is in the current stages now. So we've, we've done it before we run it through. We've also done practice circles. So yeah, that's the other, that's the other amazing thing I teach. I am teaching actually for a a great group in September. I'm going to be doing a short, again, zoom class, Mm -hmm. uh, like mediumship 101. It's going to be like a two and a half hour class. I'm doing that. But yeah, I love it. So between Reiki and the psychic mediumship work, I do teach um, from time to time about crystals and chakras and I'll do kind of events like that in person as well as online. So yeah, I'm very, I love to always learn. Mm -hmm. So it's always exciting. And years ago, I'll never forget this. I remember I had a, uh, she's a good friend of mine now and she did a reading for me. She was a, she's a medium and she's like, you're a teacher. I'm like, I'm a teacher. I'm like, no, I'm not a teacher. She's like, yes, you're a teacher and you're going to be a teacher. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, I don't know. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is what I do. I teach all the time and I love teaching. That's one of my favorite things to do. I, I mean, I love everything. You would, I'm going to sit here and say, I love this. I love that. But when I see the change and I see the empowerment and holding space for someone, it's really exciting. It's really exciting. I love that. I want to touch on a subject that, because um, you already kind of brought it up a little bit, but I, I, I'm literally hearing from spirit and you must be the person to kind of touch that. I don't know why. And God, my whole side, my body just went numb, like, oh my God. But when you were working with Doreen Virtue and then she denounced, how mm-hmm. did that, put, what state of mind did that put you in? 
Oh, that's so interesting. It, it's a big I... it's a question nobody ever asks. You know what I mean? We just go, yeah. okay, we left. We never address. And she had so many people that love her so dearly. Yeah. And, and I know. did. And it was interesting because working with her, I mean, I didn't work with her directly, but working with right. like her cards and then obviously with her son, I was in shock. <laughs> I have to say, like, I was really in shock. I really didn't get it. It didn't make sense to me. And then I just, I think I just wish her well. And just one, I kind of was very confused and wondered what happened. I don't think I'll ever really know, or maybe we won't all really know, but I, I just, I just, it didn't, it didn't make that much of an impact on me. I have to say like, it was shocking, but I think of where I was in my life at that point that it happened. I was so much further on in my career and what I was doing that it didn't affect how I think about things and how I believe about things. I just said, Hmm, very interesting. That's weird. Um, I'm wishing her well, you know, I still like her cards. Mm -hmm. I still, you know, I don't, I don't have any, you know, bad things to say, but because I know a lot of people went through like a really tough time struggling with their own identity. Yeah. That this happened to her. I, I never had that. I just I had the confidence, I think, where I was in my career and what I was doing, that what I was doing, I was completely assured of it. And yeah, it was sort of, okay, very strange, but. Oh, okay. I love the fact that you had that because I had the opposite. You know, but I didn't do her angel course. I actually did one of her last courses, which was her fairyologist course. Oh, okay. I was going into something that was like, because I already believed in fairies. I mean, I'd seen them as a child. To me, it was a strength for me. And for somebody to teach it, I went, oh my God, I can get certified. And I was going to be so excited about this. And I no longer, no more than finished it. And then she made her choices. So wow. I went into almost an embarrassment of myself. Like I okay. can't tell people I'm this. I can't do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And now I've finally gotten this reassurance of myself. Like I've been doing this. What am I embarrassed about? Yep. But I just tell everybody, I think I broke her. <laughs> <laughs> I did the class and my personality. You were the one. <laughs> I was the one that broke her. <laughs> you know, well, too bad it was just an online blah, blah, blah. You know, work at your own pace. But you know, it's that aspect. So, but yeah. I think that's the elephant in the room. Nobody ever talks about like, because in so many cases, and not just with her, she's just one example, where you will have other, and I think you're working in this already, where you have one person or group of people can really alter your identity or the way you're looking at things. And you're already this pioneer of so many different things. And I'm sure you may not be realizing, oh my God, you're changing people's way of look, thoughts and, and how they look at things and how they interact and how things are going to be in 10 years. Right. You know? So you're a huge influencer on people also, but that doesn't oh, make it so you. that you can't be influenced. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, absolutely. It's true. You know? Yeah. So, I, I also getting this thing from spirit and I think we need to talk about it. We must okay. be getting these like messages. Is I that get them all the time when I do the show and I swear, I'm like, I'm, trust me, I'm not. I'm like, okay. We're going, we're going just, here. Okay. We're going here. Oh, <laughs> go, so let's do it. The thing that just came to me, which I think is important to, to speak about is that and I'll talk from experience for myself. Yeah. I, I remember thinking certain things in, let's just go for like psychic development and mediumship. Mm -hmm. Like I used to believe at some point that, um, oh my God, let me think of something and I had to change. So I guess what I'm saying is sometimes you think one way mm -hmm. and that's the way you believe it. And that's the way you think it is, but be open to changing it. 
be open to change your perspective. Because for me, example, I used to really believe um, in crossing spirits over, right? Like trapped and they, this and that, or things like, like uh, things like that. Right. And so it's kind of like, oh no, I, I don't know. You know, so my point is, is that there also give yourself some leeway as a spiritual person, as a teacher, as always developing to change what you think. And maybe what I think about today may change how I feel or think about something a couple of years from now. Has that ever happened to you in the experience of going through things? All the time. All the time. I mean, it's crazy because things I used to believe and I used to teach. Now I'm like, I'm not teaching that way or I'm not. And they're like, I sometimes feel like I'm a liar. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's just that, you know what, really, that's how where I was in that space. And that very much was very much the truth. But now I've gotten more growth. I've gotten more um, growth, more open. I don't open my, I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden it's like, it's almost like you're giving more information. You're giving more of the puzzle. You know, in the medical field, you're always on a need to know basis. You only need to know this if you, you know, you only need what you need to know and you don't need any more. You know what I mean? So right. work in that dynamic. And I do believe even um, as people, we have the same basis. I mean, you know, if you take this from a bigger, a bigger structure, say from God down, if you want to say God or, you know, you know, whatever you want to call it at that aspect, that person knows everything, every dynamic, every little thing. But can you imagine if we were born and slammed with everything going on in our heads all at once? We wouldn't come. We'd be terrified. We'd be like, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? Because you don't need to know all of that because we're on this learning and growing type of type of a thing. It's kind of like going into school and you learn how to count and then you learn how to add. And oh my God, they give you subtraction. What do you mean subtraction? That's a new thing. You know, so it's it's that aspect. So to me, it happens all the time. And I just sit back and go, okay, okay. We're going to change it up again. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? And, Things just change. So, of course, I usually have a different viewpoint than most people. So I'm just odd. So, yeah, but I think it's, it's interesting because I think as we think of, we, again, I think it's nice to know, it kind of reminds me of being a parent, you know, like mm -hmm. I remember, I remember like I was not that mom, but I remember thinking other mom friends would say, not my Johnny, he'll never do that. And I'm thinking, never say never. <laughs> and then guess what? You know, it's sort of the same thing. So you just, what you believe in today may, may pivot and may change and for your own experience in a year or two. So it's okay to know that it's what you, you know, things can shift and change as you learn, grow, expand, meet different people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I mean, there's things that I've done, even meeting you in Lilydale, I never thought I would ever, ever do a trans mediumship class. If you said this to me a year ago, mm -hmm. I would say, come on. No, I was scared of that. Like that was not going to be me doing trans. Yeah. And then here I am, you know, yeah. um, meeting you in Lilydale for those and, four days. And not to mention how things have changed since then. And I don't know if they've changed for you. My whole world has gone upside down. You know what I mean? From what it was. And that is just through, again, that blind faith and that trust and opening to whatever might happen and going, okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I'm going, but we'll see yeah. what happens, you know? Exactly. exactly. Sherry, Sherry is asking, do the words you receive from spirit true? I'm not quite sure of the question. Do the words you receive from spirit true? Um, do you mean, are they, are they true, Sherry? Can you re 
rechange the question so I can understand it a little bit better. And then I'll bring it through again. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see the comments. Now I just hit the button. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's all these comments. <laughs> comments. Yeah, it's okay. Most of them were when they cut, you know, um, because Tim had brought up uh Tim is a, a mentor a mentor of mine. <clears throat> Gary E. Schwartz, PhD, the energy healing experiments, lots of double and triple blind data. I love mm, that. Yes. Love yes. So I love data. And um Cheryl re asked her question to one that it makes sense. I, it doesn't, I, I, maybe it makes sense to you. I don't know. Um, cause to me, I, I guess the way I'm, I'm looking at the question is when I receive them, they're true to me, they're always true. You know, right? they don't lie. Do they? No, they don't Sherry. Not for me anyway. How about for you, Tina? Same. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people see me on the show all the time going, I'm, and they'll see me looking at they they just know now after two years of watching me look up and I'm getting right. it's that it's that gaze in the corner. <laughs> gotcha. I always, say I, I always say that when I do when I give a reading, because sometimes people are like you can't see, but like they'll sit right here in front of me. And I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna be looking, I might be looking over here, you know, and that just it's just it's a funny thing. You just get so used to it. I never look at my person ever. I'm always looking here, I'm looking there because every time I look up, it's at the wrong time and they go, or you know, they got, know. and I'm like, mm, don't do it to me. I know. I know. Yeah, it's so true. And then I'm even more. So yeah, I know so I, it is a twofold one. It gives me better to speak to spirit and two. I, yeah. I can't be influenced, you know? So I do love that. Now I have a, that, you know what, since Sherry kind of jumped on that within the medical field, how much, um, how much of spirit are you able to let in? You mean like regarding readings, things like that? Well, readings, Reiki, things of that. For myself, let me put it more of a, um, for myself, one of the reasons why I walked out of medical was one, it just wasn't for me anymore. But I was finding that um, what was happening, like for instance, I had one patient one morning, this is in the last year before I, I walked away, I had a few things. But what was happening was like, I would be getting report and all of a sudden they'd say somebody's name and I'd be like, what are their diabetic numbers? You know, what are the blood sugars today? They're here, they're fine. I'm like, no, they're not. And I'd run to the room and sure enough, I'd find them at like 20 going, mm -hmm. and I'd be 911 in them out. You know what I mean? So I was always getting information. Um, or I had one patient that literally she was just screaming in pain because of her knees. You know, they hurt so badly and really had chronic knees. And instantly I laid hands on and as soon as, you know, and it didn't take long for her to be pain, you know, without that pain, I did then go and get her bike and brought it back and gave it to her because that was the longer term, you know, medical I have to do type of thing. Or I would be doing bedside readings because other nurses that knew I was a medium and they'd have somebody passing. They said, nobody's coming. Will you please come help them? And mm. I would go into the room. I'd sit down with them. I'd do a reading for this patient. And within a few hours, they would be passed. You know what I mean? Because they just, I don't know if they just wanted, um, you know, understanding that, yeah, they weren't alone or what was going on, but I was finding I was doing so much more psychic medium or healing than I was doing nursing anymore. And I know right. that sounds really kind of like a catch 22 because really what was nursing when it started, that was the nurse. And now it's right. so scientific that nurses don't actually, please God, forgive me and anybody that's nurse listening, but they've been, the healing part has been taken out of nursing yes. and yes. it's more doctoral than it is healing anymore. And not that that's a bad thing, because I don't, I, again, I don't know where medical is going. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a whole nother wave of like energy workers coming in to do the healing part. But for myself, that's why I walked out is because 
there was no room for both of me in the same field. Does yeah. that make sense? There was it, does, no it does make sense. So I think for me, it's I, I'm not I'm not a nurse, right? And right. I'm not working directly medically or clinically. Mm -hmm. So this is a, a wellness center. So the people I see are, you know, anybody off the street coming in for readings or Reiki. And so I'm not, it's different. I'm not at the bedside. I'm not, you know, clinically doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I would say that, and this is, this is an interesting part, as much as the energy is well received and I'm training as well. So I'm not only giving treatment, but also teaching right. the psychic part. And this is the interesting part. Uh, we actually, even like at the center, like if you booked a reading with me, it says intuitive reading because right. there's still that little bit of a word, right? And I don't, I don't care what it is. At the end of the day, you get in my room, you're going to get the reading. Right. But there is still a little bit of the verbiage. So mm -hmm. majority of my readings, yes, I do them in person, but the majority of readings I do on my own, you know, for me, you know, and I have clients all over country on like on zoom and phone. So there's still this little bit of a misunderstanding, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I do. It's happening. It's sort of the same way it is for you. When someone's in my room, they're in my room, right. but because I'm not doing clinically, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. I don't know if I, I don't know if I answered well, your question, you but did in a lot of ways, but are the nurses having a trouble with that? Does that make sense? Or do you see medical? I don't know. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, it's a hard question to ask because it is at the same time because you know you might because you're in a different place seeing how medical is allowing that Easter that Eastern end a little bit more, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. It will be. I mean, a lot of the nurses that I know that have done my training, the Reiki training, I should mm -hmm. say, I should clarify, they are very open to many things, and I'm sure what they bring to the bedside is all their experiences. Right. right? Yeah. And so probably what you did, they yeah. probably just don't speak about it. They may yeah. speak about it amongst themselves and I don't see them, you know, once they train with me, I usually don't see them, you know, cause they're, okay. they're doing their thing and I'm doing my thing. Right. So, um, that it's interesting though. It, that just, that was a very interesting question I've, to see it where it goes. Popped in like, you yeah. know, it was a struggle yeah. I had, you know, it was a huge struggle and I was like, I can't do the field would not in, in Wisconsin would not let me do both, you know? So, yeah. yeah. But it was really weird. Cause my, the DON knew it and went, okay, yeah, you reading? Where were you this weekend? I mean, she was all about me 110%. She was, and so wasn't the nursing staff, but administration, you know, was, you can't do both. Yeah. There's still rules. And you know, that there's always a drawback, you know, this is yeah. a, it's a, there are, there are rules. You yeah. Know? Um, and so, and the other thing is I think sometimes people are confused what Reiki is. If you're coming in and I, I'm very proponent of this when I teach it. So when I give an energy treatment, when I give a Reiki session, you're getting an energy treatment. I'm not going to talk about your grandfather, your father, your mother, your, and so I really, and it's gotten so skewed just because some people will come and go, well, I got a Reiki Reiki session from this person. And they told me, so I'm like, well, that was a psychic reading. Yeah. So, you know, are you coming here for Reiki or are you coming here for a psychic reading? Because I think to keep the modalities and not that it has to be in a box, I don't mean right. that, but people get very confused. Mm -hmm. They really think Reiki is a psychic reading. Right. And then they really don't know what the energy and energy treatment is. So it's, it's very confused. So I try to teach my students give Reiki, you're out of the way, just like readings, you're step out of the way, you're the facilitator, let the energy, you, but you don't need to give them, you can talk about different 
energy, keep it in the energy form, but it's, you're not here to give them a psychic reading. That's not what they ask for. And so keep everything very pure in that way. I love, I love that you brought that up because I used to go to a share that it was just a reading after reading. And I feel like, cause I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Right. Unless, <clears throat> let me reclarify. I would not do that unless it pertained to what was going on with them in their body. Correctly. Like, I mean, yep. So correct. If that makes better sense. So it was like, I would say, I don't want to hear about their mom. I don't want to hear about this. I don't. Now, if it has something to do with the energy that's blocking within their body, bring it on. You know what I mean? Because I agree. I agree. But, yeah. um, you know, I was hearing so much about white picket fences and this. I'm like, where did the dove flying through have anything to do with their knee? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever information was coming through. So I, I love that, <clears throat> you know. So are you seeing that possibility of expanding on this or, you know, um, are you just hmm. open to whatever happens? I'm really, I'm really open to whatever happens. I, you know, for me personally, I would like to do more, uh, like live events, pub, like demonstrations, like, yeah. so what I'm doing on the 30th and I would like to do that really even maybe outside of here. So, you know, mm. I don't know where maybe other places, other venues, it's coming, it's coming. I, I see it. Um, so that excites me. So that's something I've kind of put on my radar to go somewhere, you know, I would love to, I love, I love collaborating with people too. So mm -hmm. I feel collaborating, collaborating with people is so much fun. So yes. when I collaborate and maybe it'll be in another state or maybe it'll be in New York city, just putting it out there, you know, I'm right. not that far. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll come with you. I don't know. You we'll should. I, I mean, I'm looking at two in New York in October. So, well, you I'll know. have to come. I'll have and to. Michael, where, yeah. Huh? I'll have to come find you. You'll have to. And Michael, who is not on here today, we're going to get Michael for this one. I actually pinned him down last week because you know how, and I said, me and him are going to work together. So, oh, we're going to make a venue up between us someplace to do a live yeah. demonstration. Michael so, Christopher? Yes. Is that who you mean? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. I cannot That's believe awesome. he has not come in today. He's in every I know. Morning. But this Where is are you? Where are you, Michael? This is retirement <laughs> week. And I've brought him up several because he knew I was going to pin him down. So, That's right. <laughs> so I go, Michael, we're doing this. And, he, and then I go, if you say yes, it's it's a contract. And then he says yes. And I'm like, I got you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, that's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. So you should come over to New York with us, you know? So yeah. there you go. I, I love to down. I know for myself, that's where I'm going more towards, but it really has only been that I will tell you the effects of not that I don't love doing dumbs. I really do. And the more, the merrier, you know what I mean? I, I, I honestly have an inspiration an inspired feeling. I want to do like a crowd of 15,000 people. <laughs> I love it. I love you know, that huge yep. auditorium. That's just you know, like the size of a football auditorium or something. But, and you, know, you will. I can see it. I can see it now. <laughs> there you go. You know, me and my little, you know, it's like a rock star type. I don't know. Anyway, but I, for me, I had to put that in my head in order to even get started. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Because the fear was so much just uh, just to do it in front of five or do it in front of 10. Yep. The largest I've had so far is 150. And that wow. one I epically failed. And, you know, it was one of my first ones. It didn't start small. I jumped into 150. Went no, and then went back to you know smaller and worked my way back up again. Right. But you know, I I for me, I just went. You know what? I can do this in front of 15,000 people. You know what I mean? Yep. And 
I need a football field, but we can do that, you know? And then I went, but I can, I need to start smaller, you know, to get yeah. me over my fear. So I would love yeah. to see you on tour. I'll tell you what, I would love it. I think, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see it coming. I see it coming. That's something that I really have put out there for, um, this year or into 2023 is doing more, if you want to call it touring or just more live events and more Dems and just keep breaking out of my fear a little bit more and more. I love teaching. I want to continue teaching. I absolutely love it. Um, so that's, uh, that's another thing I want to keep going. It's, it's something I truly love. And I don't think I mentioned this because of course you forget all the things you do, like you, you do, do. <laughs> is my sister and I run retreats uh, all around the world. So oh she's a yoga God. teacher and a Reiki healer, um, as well. And so we held, uh, we've hold, held Sedona. It's a, it's a yoga and healing retreat for women. And okay. so we've done, we've, we've been to Sedona twice. We've been to Costa Rica and we're just hosting right now um, a weekend one in the Catskills, New York, in November. So I do that as well. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I wear a lot of hats. Well, there's got to be more. There's got to be more. You know what I mean? A lady of oh. your dynamic does not just do three things. There's got to be more. <laughs> you know You know when they say, give a busy person more things to do and they'll get yeah. it done? That's like, and I love it. So yeah, so I juggled the retreat, the retreat hat as well. And um one day I would love to have a retreat where I was just speaking to my, my colleague, I would love to have a retreat where it's a teaching retreat. So it would be like a four day, maybe mediumship retreat or something like that, where it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm -hmm. but that'll come, you know, it, it'll come when it's, when it's time. So, and those are awesome. Cause those I have done because I do a certification class that they've got to do four days. I want to so badly someday just do a healing retreat, start doing, and I'm always like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't. You know what you I mean? Will. Now it's you like, will. Now it's out there. Now the universe has just heard that. <laughs> it's always been out there. And, and I just go, I can't do it. But you know, it, it will be one way or another, you know? And so I think that is awesome. Oh my God. Tim Bear, Bear just said Palm Springs is waiting. Palm Springs is waiting. I want to go to, by the way, I've never been to Palm Springs. So yeah, that's exciting. I've never been to California. So oh, I've never been there. I've, we're going know, in August, just a family vacation. We love it. It's one of our favorite places to go. I love that. That's awesome. I always think of, of California. I always think of LA and just really clustered and not being able to move. And I don't know how I would like that, you know? So yeah, it's yeah. your factor that if I just got to come into the Northern and then work my way down and I'll be fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Let's go to the retreats then. What kind of retreats do are they? I know you said you get yoga, yoga and healing, yoga and healing, but mm -hmm. what's the dynamic with, you know, because not everybody understands yoga either. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't understand yoga. You know, to me, I hear you. Know, I I'm not a yoga person. You know, what I mean, mm -hmm. I need to be. I really do. I mean, I'm the person. I bought the tape and ate and ate chips and watched it and went. <laughs> <laughs> That's no lie. I really did it like ten years ago. I bought a yoga. I bought a whole series and I bought watched well, the first one. And went. That is so funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got the beginner's version either. Um, oh. But what is yoga at, at the bottom of the day? What is, what is yoga? And then how do you incorporate that into retreats? You know, um, cause it's gotta be more than bending and stretching. Yeah. So, mm, gosh, yoga is a practice mm -hmm. and it's not, it's not, you know, yoga means the word to yoke that is, so it's come together. And mm -hmm. so that's the term of what yoga is. And so yoga is not 
a, everyone thinks it's an exercise, you know, cause you're moving your body. There's all different types of, of yoga, but any kind of movement of the body with the breath. So anytime you link the body, the movement with the breath and a traditional yoga class, at least the ones that I teach have a component of, you know, they starting out in a centering, you know, gentle, quiet, the mind quick, you know, breath work, the actual asana itself is the actual whole part of the class where there's standing postures, there's sitting postures. And, and the thing that's important to know about yoga, people that do practice it, is the spine is such an important vehicle uh, along the whole energy centers of the chakras is to keep the spine really vital and full of well-being. So in a traditional yoga class, really any yoga class, the, the class will consist of moving the spine forward bend, back bend, side bend right, side bend left, twist right, twist left. So you move your spine in those directions throughout the class so that you have a healthy spine. And we okay. know that the spine and the channel of the spine, which you know medically as well and right. intuitively, we have the energy centers. Right. So when we can move the body like that with the breath and um, I've been doing... Uh, I've been doing yoga, practicing yoga and teaching yoga probably since 2004. Okay. And it, it really helps a lot of people with, and again, there's many different types. So I would say that, but it really does help people with the clarity of mind, calmness, and obviously flexibility and strength There's always that opposition, right? You're always, some people come in with more flexibility. Some people come in with more strength and then it's kind of trying to balance both of them. I mean, no one's ever balanced, but right. working that, um, and then in the retreats, what my sister and I have done is we've created, they're usually depending on if we're going like a way retreat, like where it's like we're going on a plane and we're going to Sedona, every day consists of meditation in the morning, then there's a yoga class, then we build in tours, an evening yoga class, every day the meals, um, everybody receives either a treatment, a Reiki treatment or a reading part of their you know, their day. And every day has a different itinerary, but we always start with 15 minute meditation class, then we go into a yoga class you know, and then it's and the day is built into that, the itinerary. Um, and the one in the Catskills is going to be really nice. We're hosting it at Menla, which is a very well-known retreat center, M-E-N-L-A. Okay. And it is, it used to be the home. It's a big uh, Buddhist retreat okay. uh, place. Yeah. And so each day the, the ladies will come on Thursday at three o'clock. They'll leave on Sunday by noon. We're going to have a sound bath healing. We have someone coming in to do the sound bath healing lots of yoga, lots of meditation. And it, you know, what I love about women's retreats and sorry, men for a moment, cause I get this a lot, have a male retreat, have a men, you know, co-ed women come away from their everyday life. They're usually, you know, caretakers and nurturers. Um, yeah. and so when they all come together and they break away from that time, they really give to themselves. And I find so many women don't do that. Mm -hmm. So right now we've been holding women retreats for the last, well, since 2019. And we'll continue to do one big one a year and one small one. So the next one we're looking at is either Jackson Hole or Utah mm -hmm. in the spring. But this one is our weekend one coming up. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I love that because you just explained a lot. Because to me, the yoga I started where I wanted Hathor yoga. And I don't even know what that is. But it sounded Hatha. Really Hatha, means, Hatha means the sun. Okay, because that's the one I was going for. Because somebody made me feel like it was very dynamic, and I don't even know what it was. But I bought the tape, and it wasn't for me. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this you have to find the ones that like to. Yeah. Just like everything else, I really have to say, if you have a need and wanted to, it's mm -hmm. finding that right class and finding that right teacher because it's like for it's like for everybody. Not everyone's going to like, you know, different people and different styles and people. You know, even if they have all the right. 
it's how their voices, it's their movements, it's their sequencing, how they're linking the sequences and they're linking the class together. You know, I, I have yoga teachers that I'll never want to take a class from, and I have ones that I absolutely love. So I love that. I do. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It sounds like you're like, especially with your retreats, you're affecting so many people, you know, transferring lives. I love that. Thank you. You, know, you are just you. a dynamic person. It's just, it's mind blowing. You know, everything that you do and all that you do, because you do, you do, I, I know, you know, everybody sees Michael Christopher, because normally he's here. I don't know why, Michael, I think <laughs> they made him work there, like your last week, you're going to work Monday, you know, six to three every day or something. Um, but I know you do lives with Michael, you know, on a re pretty regular basis, it seems like. No, I've only done one live with him, really? actually. Me, him. I swear you were We didn't, it wasn't just the two of us. I was with two other mediums, okay. two other psychic music. It was a four, like four of us, which was, okay. was a hoot, man. It was, it was crazy having the four of us on. So no, I don't do it. We have spoken about doing one um, and That's we will cool. on Facebook. So it's coming, but uh, we'd like to do more, but no, we have only done one with him and that was with other people. So oh, well, not here. I was under the it's assumption not. you were doing them on a regular basis, but either no. way you should be doing them on a regular basis because i can see oh. the dynamic of your energy is coming together you know and very, yeah he's got great energy absolutely yes very much so i love that so other than i i mean we've talked about so much but what else do you have planned for the future i mean is there something more hmm. there's you've talked about so much but is there more is there more there's always more isn't there <laughs> there's always more always more i think i think everything I already said. And then I'm always, you know, I'm a very creative person. I always like to be, I always, I'll get these moments of inspiration and I'll say, Oh, I want to do this event or I want to do this event or let's do this. So right now I'm just open to wherever, wherever I go. And, you know, again, want to do more platform, obviously want to hold more retreats, um, teaching, you know, continue, but it's, it'll just bring me in places. I don't, I don't really know, but that's, that's enough for now. I think, you know, I also have to remind myself, I have to remind myself too, that, you know, you have a full plate. I don't have to know, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't need to know all the time. Right. It's so funny. I just said you have a full plate and I just seen the plate and I seen a saucer bowl and I seen a dessert plate and, and, and a coffee tea cup thing. And I'm like, oh my God, she's full. She's full. It's like, what is she going to add yeah. to this? You know, second course. Yeah. So I yeah. love that. So, you know, you know, just with you, like you ask, you know, what is that one thing you would tell everybody? What is that one thing that, you know, you know, inspires or helps somebody? I think for me, and this is what comes to me, and I, I've worked with this for so long is I would just simply say, you are enough. You are enough. You are enough just because of who you are. And I think there's so many people, and again, I work majority, majority with women, but it's this doubt we have that we're not enough, enough of what and comparison. And so to know, truly know that you are enough and whatever you're doing is what you're meant to do at the moment. So yes, have goals. Yes. Aspire to be, to move forward, but know that what you're doing now, whatever that might be, and it may not be something you're really happy doing. It will get you to the next level because it's all a lesson. So you are enough. Um, that's my big message and believe in yourself. I love that. That's, yeah. that's powerful. That's very powerful. So how can yeah. people find you then for readings or healings or. I have a simple website. It's just my name. So it's tinaconroy.com. Mm -hmm. And then I'm the intuitive woman across all platforms. I am not on TikTok yet. 
I'm scared. I know you're on and you look so awesome. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Those are so- one and done. And I don't even I don't even <laughs> commit to every day, but I've committed to something, you know. I literally go I love it. walking away. <laughs> I love it. So the intuitive woman on Instagram, the intuitive woman on Facebook, my Facebook page, um, and the podcast, the intuitive woman podcast. So pretty much that's easy to find me, but website, tinaconroy.com. Um, I will never poach you for readings. Unfortunately, there's a lot of scammers out there and Mm -hmm. it's been crazy. So I will never do that. So everything is through my website and everything is through my, uh, my scheduler. So you can schedule with me anywhere in the world on zoom or a phone. If you prefer, I have a lot of people still want phone. I love that. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Tina, thank for coming you. in. You have been such a blessing. I love it. You are such a source of so much information and really are such a pioneer for so many people. You know, thank you. if it wasn't for people like you, a lot of things just wouldn't happen. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. Well, you as well. You're doing such amazing work. And I love having the next show and really the unfiltered. Can't wait to listen to that as well. And and just thank you. This is this has been fantastic. I appreciate it so much. You have a great day. You as well. And everybody else, I'll be back in a few minutes here with Jet Renee on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. Bye. Brandon Wainwright, author of Tyson's Gift, how an eight-pound canine became a man's greatest spiritual guide and owner of Tyson's Gift Healing Arts, offers Reiki as well as color and sound modalities to anyone seeking physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. While color and sound healing, a technique that brings balance and health to one's chakras and body, must be provided in person. Reiki, a Japanese form of energy healing, can be given in person or equally effectively from a distance. For more information or to make an appointment for a session, please visit Tyson'sGiftHealing.com. That's Tyson'sGiftHealing.com. A certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. everybody. This is Jet Renee here on School for Spirit with WLTKDB.com. I've had Miss Tina Conroy, the intuitive woman, on all morning. And oh my gosh, what a, I love her. She is such a dynamic, amazing inspiration to so many. Um, just, and, and maybe people don't understand the, the ability to walk into a wellness center or be attached to a medical field and to be able to use Reiki or readings 
um, aromatherapy, all those things is just huge. It's huge. And to be a part of that process, I just, so many kudos to her. She is really just paving the way and making it simpler for generations to come. And I love that. So um, please take a moment, check her out, check out her podcast, the Intuitive Woman Podcast. You are not going to be disappointed. It's not visual. It's all audio, guys. But again, you'll love it. Um, so let's do our weekly reading. Let's play our five card stud here, guys. Five card stud. I am using the Mystical Wisdom card deck by Gay Gay Guthrie. Gay Guthrie. There you go. Beautiful cards. I'm into beautiful cards lately. Don't ask me why. I'm just into beautiful cards. So, um, do, 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 do. I'm all over the place, all over the place. So we, card number one is sensuality. Express your sensuality. Sensuality. Isn't that beautiful? I love that card. I love that card. I like that because sensuality to me is a vulnerability. It's also a strength. Okay. And if you look at this, it's really just expressing that is really just kind of going within and allowing that vulnerability of yours to come out to shine to feel okay with it to just you know it's kind of knowing who you are and and allowing that to flow so if you pick number one this is the sensuality now michael you come in now michael we've been talking about you all morning michael good morning <laughs> michael we were actually me and tina were like where's he at i'm like retirement week he's probably being told he's got to work nine to five every day um, card number two, the dragon, discover your courage. So we picked card number two, the dragon cards, discover your courage. It is really going deep with it. My ears were burning. <laughs> I'm sure they were. You're going to have to watch it, Michael. Um, discover your courage. Go within. Really go within. Now, as I was talking about earlier about transformation, courage is so much about that. It is really digging deep and going, oh, my God, I got this. I can do this. Knowing and having a belief within yourself. So if you pick number two, it really is find that courage to push on, push through, and do more, okay? Card number three, your self-reliance. Don't be afraid to fly solo. I think this card's for myself. I don't know. But self-reliance is. It is going within. It is standing within your power, guys. Self-reliance really is all about standing within your power, knowing that you are enough, knowing that you don't have to take everybody else with you to be able to forge ahead and do stuff by yourself, okay? And that's really hard. I'll tell you what, that's something I struggle with. And people, this last week, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard, yet, you don't need anybody else. Yet, you can do this. Yet. Oh, my God. I've heard my name so many times with that. It just sounds like, oh, my God, I want to change my name. But it's true. It really is at the end of the day. It's true that you are by yourself enough. You are good at this and you can do this by yourself. You don't necessarily need a group of people to build a, an anthill, okay? Ants need a group of ants to build it because they're little. You're big. You got this. Card number four, the gratitude. Be grateful for all you have. You know what? This seems to be a thing that I talk about each week is that gratitude. You, In order to get more, in order to receive more, you have to be grateful for whatever you have. You know, it's kind of like a child. If they're really grateful for one toy, they might get another one. If they're not so grateful, the parents are going to go, you wrecked the first one. Why would I get you another one? That type of thing. So look at yourself. Look at all you have. <clears throat> you know, the richest person does not necessarily have the biggest bank account. The richest person is the person that's most grateful. So look around, look at your life, be, be grateful and have gratitude for all that you have around you. 
Oh my God, we got the Archangel Grab Archangel Gabriel, Messenger of Creativity and Hope. Okay. If you pick number five, I'm really thinking this is really just a very special, special card to have. Because not only do you have a, an angel with you today, and pretty much always, but you are getting that message of creativity and hope. It is really time for you to look within. Know everything is okay. Know that you're being taken care of, knowing that you are protective. But really that you have got, it's going within again, find the creativity within yourself and pushing yourself through. You know, I, I always told my own children, don't find what you want to do and then go to get the education. Figure out what you want to do and then create a job for yourself. Okay. And that's, that's the most important thing. So be creative within your life. Do what you want to do. You can do that. So card number one was that express your sensuality. Card number two is discovering your courage. Three is don't be afraid to fly solo. You got this. Number four is being grateful for all that you have. And number five is that messenger of the creativity and hope. So I hope those help you in that aspect. Now let's do um, a clarification card. On those, I'm going to use the Oracle of the Hidden Worlds by Lucy Cavendash. We have used those before. I think I stopped using them because no matter how much I shuffle, the same card kept coming up. Let's try it again and see if we can get a different one, you know? And we can go from there. The silence. The silence. Oh, we got a different card. Oh, that it's not card number five. It says the angel gate, cleansing, protection, and blessings. I think that's really powerful if you think about it. That cleansing, protection, and blessings. Each one of those cards really were about you finding your dynamic, really about, just like I talked about in the beginning, that, you know, that um, transitions and transformings and having, excuse me, faith and being able to move forward and just being amazingly knowing that you got this. And the clarification card is really coming in to say, hey, yeah, we're there. We're protecting you. You are good. You got the green light. You can go for this. Okay. And that's what this card's talking about. So Hopefully that makes sense for you guys today. Hopefully that makes sense for you. Do you guys find a divine wisdom card? Because I yanked them out. I yanked them out. I feel like I'm just like pulling all the stops out everywhere. But I do like, we, we used these last week. I really think they're amazing. They're the divine wisdom cards, um, the divine wisdom affirmation cards by Lisa Williams. I do love these cards just because they are a great one card pull to really kind of lift your spirits, kind of keep you going. So you've got your reading with your clarification card, but let's let's get an affirmation for the week. You know, what are you going to go for? What are you going to work on? Let's let's look at that, okay? Um, and go from there. It says your eyes are windows to what we know as a soul. Your smile will radiate and penetrate through the darkness, the or through the darkest of souls, so that they can see the light again. Let me say that again because that was a mouthful. Your eyes are the windows to what we know as a soul. Your smile will radiate and penetrate through the darkest of the souls so that so that they can see the light again. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? What that really is me, I mean, what it says to me, guys, is that literally you can smile. You can literally, you can smile. You can be upbeat. You can be all that. And when you do that, other people follow. Other people follow in that. You change the world when you smile to one person. Okay, I got it. Um, I was just reminded of that the other day. 
I was I was really just reminded of that the other day. And I'm going to tell you what happened was I was on the way up north to Wausau, Wisconsin. I was doing an event up in Wausau or up by Wausau, Merrill, Wisconsin. But on my way to Wausau, where I was staying, um, I had to get off the road to go find my my trail mix that I love that I buy at Target and seems to be going out of stock everywhere. So I'm driving across the country to buy it up. And um, because I'm just, I can't get enough of it. And after I left Target and got that, um, and I'll tell you what, it's, uh, what was the name of it? Market Pantry, I think, trail mix. I love this stuff. Anyway, um, I go through like four bags of it in a month. It's crazy. Um, anyway, what had happened was from there, I was on my, I left Target. And I was on the way to the bank or somewhere in that, in that trajectory. And I seen the most beautiful thing. I, I seen there was a there's a lot of homeless population up there, and I seen a lady pull over, roll her window down, um, and hand the gentleman money. And I don't know how much it was or anything like that, but it wasn't like a throw it and run type of thing. She gave him the biggest smile. Um, she had a few words. It was amazing. It was amazing, and you could see that his energy energy changed so dramatically by this gesture. And I don't think it was so much as the, as the money as it was a smile and the interaction. Because she really treated him like, like, hey, I'm here. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I really held on to that hugely. And it really made me feel like, wait a second. What am I doing wrong here in life? And I went, you know, God, I just want the opportunity. I just want the opportunity once today to make a difference in somebody's life. Make a difference in somebody's life. And when I, this is when it happened because I left Target and I was on the way to the bank and there was another homeless gentleman standing there with his sign and, and this and that. And he had bent over, his sign was down and he had bent over and he was trying to fix the shoe and the shoe was just all tore up. And it was, I pulled over and uh, when I pulled over, he looked at me like, why are you, what are you doing? And I looked at him and I said, do you need a little help? And he was like, yeah. And I just handed him some money. And um, I just smiled. I just smiled at him. And he looked over at me and he had the biggest smile, the biggest smile. And then he looked back at another gentleman that they were, clearly they were friends and they were both homeless. And you could really tell it because the other gentleman was in the shade because it was quite warm. And you could see they were taking turns. And he looked back at him and he was have this money. He just smiled back with this big smile like, we're going to get to eat. We're going to something. You know, whatever this was, they were going to use it for. He was so excited. But he, and he looked back at me with such gratitude. And I was so inspired that I was like, thank you. You know, and it, I was, I was so blessed because spirit gave me that opportunity to help somebody else, but not with financial, but to help with a smile, just to help upbeat somebody else. And I think that's really what we need to, you know, for that affirmation card is really looking at. It doesn't mean go out and, you know, give all your worldly wealth away and things of that nature. But you know what? Sometimes a simple smile is enough to upbeat somebody else. A simple helping to believe in somebody else can change the world. Just straight believing in somebody else. I do that every day with my students, guys. I reach them and I tell them I believe in them. I tell them they're rock stars. I tell them they're amazing. And I have to ask Lord sometimes, give me more opportunities to do that. And trust me, he does, because those smiles change the world, okay? 
always remember direct eye contact when you do it. You can't smile and go like that because they think you're up to something. Um, with that being said, guys, um, again, I want to bring up Mr. Michael Christopher. Your ears are bringing, burning because I know you are on next week. You are my guest next week, and you will be in happy retirement. And it's going to be awesome because this is his last week of work, and he's going to be on Monday. And I cannot wait to bring Michael on and share it with him, him to everybody, because you're going to love him as much as I do, because he's just an incredible, incredible person. Um, so that is my guest for next week, as I already let everybody know 15 times, because he is awesome. Love for looking for. I'm glad you are, Mr. Michael. I am so, I am so happy. I can't even tell you. Um, now, I also want to tell you about all the shows, and it's so funny because you know. This station was started a couple of years ago by AKA my producer, Todd, um, Todd Bates, and he was doing Haunted Voices. Now, he'd been doing radio off, you know, he'd had another radio station he'd been doing forever and a day. And uh, he kind of walked away from it, and then he was getting back into it. And then he brought me on, and it was just me, just me and Todd for the longest time. And we said, let's build this. Let's grow this. Let's see how big we can get this station. And it keeps growing, and it's so dynamic. And Todd has put out there, hey, we still have room for more shows. And I'm going to list what we have so that you guys all know where you can go. And I have to tell you, thank you for supporting so many shows out there because I see you guys on there supporting, and I love it. But there's room for more. So if you have a voice, if you want a platform, if you want to just say, hey, I want to do this, go to the station, WLTKDB.com. Hit a message saying, hey, Todd, I would love to talk to you about a show. Tell them I sent you. Okay, tell me I sent you. Because trust me, this station is getting huge. It's amazing. And it only runs Monday through Friday. No weekend hours, guys. No weekend hours. So on Mondays, as you know, we start with me, um, School Through Spirit at 9 a.m. At um, Monday mornings, right after me at 12, uh, I believe it's noon. Um, and these are all Central, Central Standard Times, guys. Um, is Monsters with Barney jo Barnaby Jones, and he is doing all cryptics and all of that type of world. Oh, my God. And Barnaby's awesome. He's from Wisconsin. Tonight at 8 p.m. is Be the Change with, with Christina Bloom. On Tuesdays at 6 p.m., you have me again. It's Unfiltered with Tiet Renee. I am doing just psychic readings for an hour. It's awesome. Um, at 10 p.m., then we have Paranormal Pete with Pete Orbea. Uh, Wednesdays is the Psychic Hour, excuse me, no, it's just the Psychic Hour with Kelly Brickle at 3 p.m. And Over the Target is with Missy um, Hart and Nicole Ford at 8 p.m. Thursdays, we have Chat with Charlie, with Miss Charlie Lynn at 9 a.m. Uh, Realm of Darkness with Renny Rodriguez and Ashley um, Moreno is at 7 p.m. And Afterlife Chronicles with Nicole Strickland is on at 8 p.m. And then again on Fridays, we have 9 a.m. is the Good Shit Show with Missy Hart. And then 8 p.m. is Secrets Within with Rennie, Rennie Rodriguez. All super, super amazing shows. You cannot go wrong. Trust me. Um, and if you want to have a voice, if you want to be part of this, please, please, please come on. Please, please reach out. Also, we do a lot of advertising through the show. Um, it's really inexpensive advertising to boot right off the bat. It's only month to month, so you don't have to commit to six months or a year or anything like that. You just literally, it's a one-time fee for the month. You give all the data, data, whatever you want to state it to my producer, and he makes that he makes it for you. You don't have to do the work. He does all the work. It's a passion for him. He loves us. Not only is your um, advertising showed through our shows during the week, but it does go into our podcast too. We don't we don't exonate out those into the podcast form. 
So as soon as this show is done, it is going into podcast and everybody that was advertised with me is going to stay in my podcast. And I'll tell you what, it is all over, including Amazon Prime, Audible, iHeartRadio, Podbeam, you name it. We're, 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 we're trying to get there. If we're not already there, we're trying. And, you know, we're just trying to grow and be all that we can be. So be a part of our team. We are always bringing people in and we love to have more. And please, please, please come in. Tell them I said, ya, you know. Um, again, next week is Michael. I can't wait for Michael and for everybody else out there. You know what? Push out of your comfort zone. Push out of that comfort zone. Let yourself just transition. Be the butterfly. It's butterfly season, guys. It's time to come out of those cocoons. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB.com. And I'll see you next week, Monday morning. Thank you.